Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second guess yourself? That can be crazy making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to be talking about being addicted to drama and you may not even realize that you are because sometimes we become addicted to drama just by the home we grew up in. So wanted to go through a few things I'm calling the eight secrets to figuring out whether you're addicted to drama because when you do some self-reflection, you want to know, is this actually happening within me? And if it is, then you can do something about it. You can recognize that if you're with a hijackal or if you were raised by one and they're still around with you, you may realize it become a pattern that is exhausting you. But meanwhile, you're also perpetuating it. And when you're with a hijackal, there is always drama. So you don't want to be making more of it. But it may have just been something that happened, slipped in, and you don't really realize how much a part of it you are. So we're going to be figuring out Is there any chance that you are, in fact, addicted to drama? Now, when you're with a hijackal, there is all of this drama. So you may not realize that when there isn't drama, you start to change a little bit. You maybe get a little antsy. Silence is foreign to you. Quiet may not seem right. It may be a big relief for a little bit, and then something just seems off. So these are secrets for you. These are not secrets for you to deal with the hijack call out loud. These are secrets to help you recognize, have I gotten kind of addicted to this? Because when you are addicted to drama, it engages you, the drama engages you, at the same time that it can be enraging you. And you don't want that. So quite a while ago, I think in 2007, um, G. Charles Anderson and I wrote this book, which is called Soul Solitude, Taking Time for Our Souls to Connect. And you can find it on Amazon. In <clears throat> So it's there for you. Now, in it, we talked about one big predicament that people have in general. I wasn't writing my part about hijackals. I was just writing about people in general and how they find a pathway to peace in their life. So I wanted to just share a little bit of this book with you um, because the predicament is called Addiction to Drama. And we wrote, oh, how we love our stories. You likely have heard many stories in your repertoire and have them. Stories of joy, hardship, relationship, challenge, issues, ongoing struggle, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. For many, the stories become the fabric of their life. They're simply stitched together, and we think they are our identity. 
Cobbling together a series of emotional vignettes is not a life story, though many believe it is. It's a drama complete with characters, conflict, emotions, action, dialogue, often served up in a theatrical style, hijackal style. <clears throat> it is designed to capture the audience and create a desired response, sympathy, empathy, anger, upset, agreement, or confusion. And if we can engage someone in our story, then we have succeeded. Yay! And isn't that just like the hijackle? Isn't that just the way that rolls? So I put a little a little questionnaire here. So we can start with this one. Just keep a little tally in your head. Do you have people in your life that like to create drama? Do they like to stir up energy and conflict, adding fuel to the fire and then dancing in that fire, relishing the flames licking at their feet? Do they retell the story for every willing listener? Do you know a person who's repeatedly late for work and known for extending coffee breaks into lunch hour, but is surprised when they learn they lose their job? Do you know a person who thinks an, a man is going to is giving her love taps when he hits her? and repeatedly offers excuses, forgiveness, and another chance? Do you know people who just cannot stand life when it's peaceful and progressing easily? Do you know people who are happier when others are sad, hurt, or depressed and really, really need them? Do you know someone addicted to reality TV who wants to keep you up to date on the grisly details? Do you know someone who always has a reason from the past for the failures, impossibilities, or hopes for a better future? And do you know someone who is always malcontent? Drama. Drama, 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 drama. And if we've been around it a lot, you know, I know I had a hijackal mother and a passive-aggressive father. And the women who would come to talk with my mother were always gossiping, always busy, always expounding on who did what to whom and why, why they should have, why they shouldn't have, and why they made. And it was constantly coming from wherever the women were. And it was instigated by my mother. And I was very, very clear about that. So maybe you had that. Maybe it was just part of your upbringing. Maybe that's the way people were. It certainly was where I was brought up. Um, but my mother was an expert at it. So we come by our addiction to drama from our previous environment. But the good news is once we recognize that we're operating on it, we can change it. So here's a little quick list again from Soul Solitude that's a quick test for drama addiction. Do you happily repeat stories from your past that are filled with issues, challenging circumstances, and allusions to being victimized? Have you struggled for years to get it all together and then keep it that way? Do you often feel that if you could just once get organized, your life would change? 
<clears throat> do you like the feeling of a roller coaster ride over which you have no control? Do you seem to attract problems? Do you think others are causing those problems or causing your own unhappiness? Do you often feel victimized or abused? Do you feel like you're a character in an assigned drama rather than the author of your own life? There are some test pieces from Soul Solitude, taking time for our souls to catch up, that can help you see if you have been caught in a loop of addiction to drama. And then you find yourself maybe with a hijackal partner. And the drama continues. The beat goes on, right? And so... <clears throat> We want to recognize that this is something we can change. And many times to change something, we have to recognize from whence it came. So I want to give you some ideas about that and these eight secrets for figuring it out so that you can settle in and say, ah, I see where that came from, or I can see that I'm doing that. And then ask yourself the question, is it bringing me peace? You know, if things don't bring us peace, and I don't talk about this a lot on this podcast, because there's sort of a paucity of peace, if you like, being with a hijackal. But if you don't do what you can do to bring yourself peace, you may well be addicted to drama. And it's worth knowing, isn't it? It's worth recognizing, because you can change it. So very important to think about. Being with a hijackal means there's always going to be drama. I was talking with someone today who now I think almost holds the record, is, second, is the second uh, in line of holding the record for the longest experiencing from the partner, the longest silent treatment I'd heard of. And this person today was on day 40 of experiencing and enjoying the silent treatment. Because, you know, I always say if someone wants to have power over you by going silent and refusing to speak to you, don't be concerned about it. See it as a respite, a time when you can be free of concern that this person is going to be babbling away or being angry or enraged about something. They're being silent. Yay, that's a good thing. So I want to give you these five secrets, these insider secrets. So one of the ways that you can monitor whether you're addicted to drama is do you find yourself engaging in arguments where there really is no point? You've got all this feeling, this head of steam built up, but you know very well when you open your mouth, this is going nowhere. So I might as well save my breath, but I don't. I start speaking and jump in and get <clears throat> flailing around and, and excited. And then I start saying things that I don't really mean, perhaps. And I am creating the drama that I'm going to complain about later. And that's something we can do something about. Sure, it's difficult. It is difficult to keep yourself calm or keep yourself under control when you are really frustrated or disappointed or angry. 
But the question comes down to who do you want to be right now? Just because they're infuriating doesn't mean that you have to get furious, right? So the first sort of insider secret to noticing that you may be addicted to drama is that you will argue when you know there's no point to it. You know how frequently I say, never poke a hijackle because there's no point. It's only going to end up hurting you. And you hope it's going to give you some relief just by saying what you need to say. But it just ends up hurting you. Have you noticed that? Well, arguing when there is no point is not going to help you. It won't get you the attention that you want. It won't get you a change of behavior. It won't get you heard because they're dedicated to not hearing you. They won't see themselves as part of the problem. But they will definitely blame shift and say, see how you're behaving? You're the problem. So just notice if you are allowing yourself to get really trapped in the drama and participating in it when you know there's no point. Now, here's a trick with that. What happens when you get kind of engaged is that you, you engage the sort of fight or flight thing. You're, you're getting more and more tense and you're into it. And when you do that, you then will only keep doing that unless you just stop those horses in mid-stride. Just to remind yourself, there's no point here. I'm not going to get my knickers in a twist just because they want to. And you know where that leads if you do let them get your knickers in a twist. They're doing it on purpose to get you angry and provoke you so that then you will blow and they will then say, you're the abuser. That's the end point of that. So notice if you are arguing when there really is no point and you know there is no point, but you're still doing it. There may be a part of you that just wants to engage with that level of adrenaline and the other hormones that come with it. And you can find another way to do that that's healthier. So that's the first little inside secret. The second one is you might actually be, have become a flying monkey while explaining about being abused. You may have gotten into that place where you're caught between wanting to protect your hijackal partner and then wanting somebody to know how difficult it is to be with a hijackal partner, parent or sibling, whomever. And you get caught in that drama. I, I want somebody to hear my pain, um, but I want to be loyal to the hijackal. And that really pulls you apart. Because if you become a flying monkey to the hijackal, that means that you're loyal to them. You back them up. You stand beside them. You vote in their favor. And then if there's a part of you that is completely on the other side, you will find the drama within yourself as well as the tension and stress really is untenable. So as an insider secret, you want to recognize that I can't have it both ways. I have got to understand that I can't be the flying monkey for an abuser because I do need to speak up about the abuse. And that tension that it causes is a kind of internal drama. So if you find yourself caught there, 
that would be something to have a good look at. And if at any time you want to talk to me about these things, know that you can have a new client one time, one hour session with me for only $97 at beaclient.com. Beaclient.com. So if you want to run something by me or you want to talk about something you heard in the podcast, you can do that. Or you can come on over to my Emerging Empowered community and be with a lot of people who may become your your new friends (laughs) who are going through the similar things you are. And if that engages you in a a little excitement, I'd like to do that. Go to joinintoday.com. Joinintoday.com. So we have two secrets out there. Now we want to talk about the third, that you have a desire for attention, and so you tend to exaggerate things. And when you've been with a hijacker for a while, it's kind of contagious. They have this black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking, always and never thinking. It's got, they've got, I've talked about it several times on the podcast. They've got one end, which is never. They've got the other end, which is always, but they don't have all the pieces in the middle between those two extremes. So they're either on one end or the other. And if you've been around them for a while, you may be uh, taking that on yourself. And when you do that, You found that if you exaggerate what's going on, you can get some attention. And you may have gone to the extremes or find yourself describing things in extremes. You know, I either am, I totally love them or I totally hate them. I, you know, that that's the extreme. And you want to clearly see that if that's the case, because again, you're in your own turmoil. You're in your own drama that you are creating there because your desire for attention, which you're not going to get from the hijackal, causes you to exaggerate. Find yourself doing that sometimes. You know, these things are not good or bad or right or wrong. That's not why I'm bringing them to your attention. I'm bringing them to your attention so you can say, ah, yeah, I am participating in that drama Now that I see it, I can make a choice about it. And that's the intention of this attention. Because if you are using exaggeration in order to get attention, you will tend to up the argument. (laughs) You You know, everybody takes one step a little more extreme, and pretty soon we're nowhere near the truth. And so watch for that, too, because you can be longing for attention when you're with a hijackal. And then you may start to try to get some active engagement with the hijackal or with others by exaggerating what's going on. And if you exaggerate it in your own mind, even, you will become polarized. And that's not helpful, and it will contribute to the drama. Now, the fourth secret is... You'll find if you examine yourself, you may, if you are addicted to drama, find that your view of the world is always, ain't it awful, they done me wrong. You know, it nothing good ever happens to me. Everything is difficult, terrible, disappointing, frustrating, or just plain wrong. And when you find yourself in that place, you can't lift yourself easily 
into the place that would cause you to be more effective at dealing with the drama of the hijackal. So recognizing that you may be a, a little depressed, maybe a little feeling hopeless, you may get into a pattern of ain't it awful and they done me wrong uh, as your hue and cry because you're just so worn out. You're exhausted, you're put down, you're worn down, you're torn down by a hijackal, and you just get so tired that you start tarring everything with the brush that there's nothing good in the world. And that will lead to drama because it's an extreme. And you see, these are insider secrets. You're not going to share them with the hijackal. You're going to look at them and say, how have I been affected by being brought up by or living with a hijackal. I may have become addicted to the drama that I hate. And that's a big wake-up moment when you realize that. Just so very important. And if you're finding value from the podcast, I really am grateful to those people who go over to patreon.com slash sanity patreon.com slash save your sanity and give a little each month or give a one-time gift to support the show just to say I want you to continue doing this because I'm finding value so thanks to those of you who do it already and I'd be very grateful for others to join you okay number five Another way that you can ask yourself am I addicted to drama is you find that you complain a lot but you don't take any steps to change the condition. You have maybe become defe feel defeated or disempowered or all the things that go with life with a hijackal. But this is something you can do something about. Again, if you find that you complain a lot, but you're not taking any steps to change it, somehow you've become comfortably addicted to the drama and you are now not acting on your own best interests. And so you want to be able to do that, I think. I hope you want to be able to actively work toward your own best interest in the relationship so that you can then have an equal relationship. You know, I talk all the time about episode 115 and why it's so important, the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. And, you know, you've got to have those things. So you, if you find yourself complaining but not actively taking any steps, well, you're probably wrong because you're listening to this podcast and that's an active step. So yay you. However, you could do a little more. Baby steps, tiny, tiny steps. But every step is progress to leaving the drama behind. Whether you leave the relationship or not, you can begin to leave the drama behind within yourself and definitely not be adding to it, not perpetuating it. So important to know that you have that power. You can do that. Take back that power. That's why I have the Emerging Empowered Community. You want to be Emerging Empowered every day. And that's available to you. If you want to join in, go to joinintoday.com. Easy there. 
Now, if you have been complaining and not even taking baby steps to change things, maybe that's the first thing to think about after you listen to this podcast. What's one small thing that I can cannot do or can do that will take me away from perpetuating the drama? That's a good start. The number six secret for finding out if you're addicted to drama is that you have this amazing superpower to turn molehills into mountains. A little tiny thing can happen and it can set you off into something huge. And we want to keep things the size they really are. You know, we don't want to be expanding energy, making them greater than they are or more important than they are. Yes, we may be hurt. Yes, we may have to speak up about that. But we don't want to waste our energy making a big story about it. We want to have the energy to take action about it. And so if we find ourselves constantly turning molehills into mountains, we may be looking for attention. We may be looking for someone to recognize our pain. And that's all valid. But from the inside... You don't want to be using these to, to keep yourself in that drama-filled state where every day is hard, hard work. The hijackal will make it hard work. Don't make it hard work on yourself by being addicted to drama. Number seven. This may seem strange, but I, I hear about it a lot. And that is you may be addicted to drama if you're addicted to social media and those magazines that come out at the checkout stand at the grocery store because it means that you get very involved wanting to know other people's drama, that you want to put yourself in that place. You want to know other people are worse off than you or more of a mess than you are, and you become very embroiled. So social media, you follow people, the ain't it awfuls and the dummy wrongs and the you can have this and look what this person is wearing or doing or how has happened to them. And it becomes engaging. It takes you out of your pain into their pain. And of course, you do that for that reason, but it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not leading a pathway to peace, and it is not going to help you find soul solitude. And you are the author of your internal life. So this is all good news in this podcast episode because you can change your mind. You can't change a hijackal. Don't waste energy trying, but you can change you. You can change your approach. You can change your thought pattern. You can change once you see a need to change. And that's all good stuff. But if you're living on social media, you know, sort of going, oh, that's great. That person is having a terrible time. Well, you'll never guess what's happened to so-and-so. And you're having these big conversations about TV shows and social media and, and ongoing celebrity nonsense. You're not living your life, you're living someone else's, and you may be addicted to their drama. So watch out for that, because that can get you all riled up, and then that will transfer over into your relationship, and then you're set up and set off. And that would never be good. So number eight secret is you may be so used to the 
noise, the anxiety, the intention, the um, everything that goes with life with a hijackal, the complaining, the uncertainty, the hypervigilance, all of that, you may find that you feel unsettled when there is silence or when there is nothing wrong. It just feels off. And if you notice that silence, perpetuated silence, not a moment or two of silence when we all exhale, but if you find that silence kind of freaks you out, like uh your hypervigilance goes into action, you may be missing the drama. And if there's nothing wrong, there's nothing to complain about, you may get on edge after a little while. Because it's not the way you're used to it being. And you may be able to appreciate it for a short period of time. But if by chance, I wanted to include this one, because if by chance, when you're just sitting, you're quiet, and there's nothing wrong, it's peaceful, and you find yourself agitated, you may be addicted to drama. And you want to change that. So I... I did this departure kind of episode tonight because I wanted to help you work on your own internal things. So often I'm talking about recognizing things in hijackals and and dealing with things in a hijackal relationship, but this is inside you. Are you addicted to drama? The hijackal is going to create drama. By very nature, every hijackal does do that because they need to be the center of the universe. And if they're not the center of the universe, ta-da, there's going to be drama. But if you're addicted to the drama and you don't like that once you recognize it, you can start to make changes. And that will increase your feeling of being powerful. And you will begin to be emerging empowered. And that's exactly what is healthy for all of us. So I hope you found this helpful. And until we speak again, take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me by a video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.